With me today is uh, Nicola and we will have a quick conversation of about 25 odd minutes uh, about uh, consciousness and integrity. Uh, I'm wondering to what degree we, are, we have integrity as human beings or if we strive to have integrity, do we even have integrity? So welcome Nicola and let's see what Thanks, we come Karen. up with. Nice to, nice to be here, I'm excited. Alrighty, uh, I'm wondering about to what degree we actually, what, how much integrity do you have? <clears throat> I, I feel like the word integrity is so related to integral and integrate. So I, that's kind of where I come to that word from, because sometimes these words can have, what is the meaning of it, you know? So if you think of it from integral and integrate, to me, having integrity is how, how, how aligned am I living with myself and my purpose? And that, if you're asking people how much integrity they have, that question could just shut them up, I think. So it really now makes me have to think, well how, how much am I I mean what what does integrity I suppose what does integrity mean to people and and integrity because I think you can think of integrity as like honesty, truth, you know, but I think it's it's internal. It's like how much internal honesty and internal truth are you living with that will affect you know, how other people may witness your integrity. And I mean, let's face it, I think we're all lying to ourselves a little bit somewhere. Every, I'm sure all of us, we've all got a little little secret lie inside of us that we don't want to share or admit to ourselves even. So I think like integrity, living with integrity is it's the pursuit of life, really. It's definitely the pursuit and it's, it's a continual process of Digging, digging out those little lies, digging out those little lies to yourself, and being like, okay, and, and it's got to be done really kindly. Otherwise, you just got to. What about the big lies? The big lies, yeah, the big lies. Well, I mean, I, I, I hope, I really can only hope that I've dealt with a lot of my big lies. I really hope that I have. Well, aren't there like really big ones that you that you didn't notice yet? Anyone should qualify to ask themselves that question, do I have integrity? Uh, anyone can be an integrity expert basically, mm. because it's whether you are, you know, a human being should be an integrity expert. So yeah. There's no degree in integrity or something. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an ethic, perhaps. It's about not speaking, for instance, or doing what you say is you would. But then there's another level where the big lie can be, where are we actually are we actually living our dream, or are we not quite sure, and then we behave in a certain way, unbeknownst to us? That's in contradiction. Yeah. Like it's a, a walking paradox. We're not necessarily a bigot we're doing what we say we would do, but we're not necessarily living our truth because perhaps we don't know what our truth yeah. is or what our dream is. So, it gets, so when I say big, it can also be quite subtle. Yeah. Um, and that, then, then I start to understand that it becomes a pursuit. It's rather we make an attempt to be in integrity, uh, 
the question I wanted to ask was that, uh, yeah, what qualifies our answer in a different way when I started saying uh, well, so what qualifies one, what qualifies you to have this conversation about integrity? Uh, and why why would I listen to you? you know, are you now an expert or are you just a human being? Sure. That's, I mean, because I, I think of that question being asked of anyone, you know, it, even if it wasn't me, just anyone. Like, what actually qualifies any of us to speak about integrity? And I would, I, I think, like, awareness has to be at the front of that. There has to be, it has to be a self-awareness or a general awareness, a heightened or a higher awareness. Um, because I, I think um, there will, there will have to be an admission of, I don't want to use the word guilt, but like of, of, of lying or of failing or of whatever negative type of word, but it's not a negative feeling that I'm trying to share. Um, it's humility, actually. It's a positive. It's a beautiful thing, actually. It's humility, and that awareness of, I think you know, even me, like how and how much integrity do you live in your life? And immediately, like, of course, you think that thing, and I did that thing, and what is? Can I really say that I'm living with integrity? But that then is the awareness. So I'm sitting here, reflecting on myself and my behavior, and and not charging out and being like, yes, I live with integrity, you better trust me, I'm an expert, you know, because that would be scary. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm acknowledging and accepting that I'm not perfect, thank, thank goodness, because that's a very hectic burden to live up to, feeling perfect or having to be perfect. And, um, yeah, it allows me to to then look and say, okay, there's some areas of my life where I feel like I'm living in, in strong integrity or with good integrity, and then there's other areas where I really so, need help or, you know. So integrity isn't again a place, but it's more a, state. a situation it's a state, that you move state. towards. So in other words, if you, um, you're aware of what integrity is, Literally trying your best, but you're also realizing that you that there may be some areas that you didn't even realize that you weren't in integrity. You're accepting those areas, and then you do what you can to transform those areas. And in other words, it's a kind of a just trying your best is actually a kind of integrity yeah. as well. Um, even humility can be quite um, egotistical, uh, you know. But um, it's almost like you've just done the wrong thing. You can say wrong and wrong and right. Done the wrong thing for the hundredth time, and it's annoying. And you're, I wish I could do better. But just your realization that you that you you would have wanted to change it. You can. That's integrity as well. Mm. Um, <coughs> And, and it's, a, it's a whole process of discovering that you don't have so much integrity, but that is integrity as well. Mm. It's, it's like you realize, I need to be humble, not outright egotistical or arrogant. And there's an element of, of humility that, that happens just through that realization. So it's like, it's a nice idea and you're putting it into practice, but you really 
realize it's very much an idea I'm putting into practice. Like a principle. And yeah. That, and that, that, that helps me mm. um, with not feeling that I'm falling short of the ideal. Because then um, uh, integrity is then an ideal. Mm. And if you live according to the ideal, and idealism of that, you're going to be disappointed. And if you're expecting ideally, in idealism from other people or the system to have integrity, you're going to be gravely disappointed. Mm. Mm. But now the irony in it is you're expecting idealistically the system to be perfect, whereas you haven't even come to grips with your own lack of integrity. Your own system, yeah. Your own system. And then there's this like this tremendous amount of conflict. Of conflict, but like kind of discrepancy and bad feelings and awareness is like oh, yeah. I'm shit, very bad shit, everything's terrible. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Uh, I try so hard but look at it and, it's, and then you go like, but it's unfair and it's yeah. their fault. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 uh, I didn't ask for any of this or you know, like It's easy to blame yeah. and it's easy to think that you have more integrity. Mm. So then now it's like delving into an ego world. Naming, looking outside, you know, thinking that you're better than judgment, and then that then just becomes its own problem sure. in itself. So to give it the practical edge, what uh, our conversation? I mean, what would you do? What would you suggest? What What is your go-to thing to step into integrity, step out of what you just talked about? Now? I would have to say that it's uh, it comes down to surrender and faith and asking for help, you know, asking your higher power for help because at some point there's almost relief in accepting that you are not perfect and you cannot be perfect or or maybe you are totally perfect, you know, depending on the perspective you look at. But coming from this angle. It can be a weight unbearable to bear as a little human being to feel this pressure to be 100% in integrity and 100% in truth and honesty when the world around us does not reflect that back to us. So it's a miracle that we can even have the conversation of being aware of it, to have stepped so far out of the madness to be able to have this type of conversation. But we have, like, something keeps you alive, you know, you're a yoga teacher, you know all about the higher power, the universal power, whatever you want to call it, and intentions, you know, it can be called so many different things, and I, I really just would say at the end of it, when my human faculties fail me, or when I can witness that my experience isn't helping me, or my knowledge isn't helping me, handing it over, surrendering, asking for help, is, is, yeah, yeah. is so, really the, the way for me. So I, I started to, to like I said, as a yoga teacher, what I started to feel was that when I can step into a conscious place, I step into integrity. The uh, technical, uh, and, or a technical instead of consciousness, is consciousness has integrity. When I step into consciousness, I am aligned to higher being. Yeah. Uh, or, and my higher integrity or my ethics. So I'm not going to be unethical when I come from from a pure heart. Uh, pure consciousness. Pure yeah. consciousness. 
then I go like, no, I'm, no, I can be smug because I'm a yoga teacher. <laughs> uh, I go like, uh, yeah, but you, can you actually live that ideal? And then so the next moment, I don't feel great. And if I go down <laughs> that path, I don't feel good at all. Yeah. And then when I'm looking at like, who are you, Jekyll or Hyde? Mm. Uh, and you kind of both. Yeah. And then in yoga, there's the understanding, doing literally that, that consciousness is the one duality, and the Jekyll and Hyde is that's the duality. And we were swinging between yeah. these two, and neither of the two is really conscious because you know, like being basically positive doesn't mean that you're, it's in, like uni you're, you're not in integrity. Yeah, you're just positive, yeah. waiting to go negative. Mm. Whether you, you know, there's neutrality. Yeah. Yeah, and then once you get caught in that realization that you're bipolar, <laughs> and I'm, I'm making no reference to any people in reality yeah. that. Uh, 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 offend anyone. Yeah, I don't want to offend anyone. This isn't a medical conversation, yeah. right? But it is this very much a case of feeling bipolar, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a case of extremes, mm. you know, in that sense. So, and swinging, yeah, yeah, so, kind of wildly. So, um, it, it, it creates a mood disorder, in a mm, sense. Totally. But it creates chaos mm. in our lives and in life around yeah. us, which is the kind of place where we're at. As a, as a humanity, I feel. Mm. So again, stepping into consciousness gives us integrity. So we've got to have a solid practice, mm. whether it's yoga or... For me, yoga meditation. But not just sitting still and thinking of nothing, because that's just... What? Waiting to go into polarization again. You've got to actually connect into the consciousness and say, I want to be conscious like this and like that, specifically, so that I don't have this severe reactiveness or compensation, etc. etc. Right. So that goes that's going somewhere. And then an important part of this consciousness is the shadow work to realize that it's not the jackal or the hide that's the shadow, but the whole uh, swinging is, is is our shadow. Whether it's the swinging between that's our shadow Our work is to tune into the consciousness, be in that integrity. Our integrity is in our uh, willingness to recognize the shadow and say, understand that. And then you're perfect, even if you're in the in the in the shift or like you, you know, maybe the wheels may come off. But that's not the same as either pretending that the wheels don't come off, or that you go, I don't care, or everyone's wheels are off, so I can do what I want, or any one of those reactions. Because to stand in that integrity, which is why it's a freaking hard thing to do, perhaps, but maybe it's not hard because if you sit in meditation and you do nice things that support you, then it's pretty easy. It comes down to the practice. Come, what natural. are you practicing most of your day? Like, if you're on social media having a fight with people in the comments that can't possibly be called practicing like non-judgment like <laughs> that can't be possible so everyone disagrees with you. <laughs> and then you know after that going to meditate and thinking that that's the way to balance it out it's it 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 has taken me my whole life and is still integrating hilarious um that 
the practice is what happens every minute of every day. I don't need to set time aside for yoga class, or I don't have to do my special virtuous practices that make me feel like a better human between 6 and 7 p.m. or whatever. It's what I'm doing all day long. You know, how I even talk to myself, how I talk to the cat or the dog or people, or that, that's the practice. And that, that's what's taken me so long to click. <laughs> that all of the other stuff we do is, is training us to spend more time in like non-judgment, really, is, I think, I, I don't know how that's, how I'm, I'm trying to sort of reason how that fits in with integrity and non-judgment, because related to the bipolarity, it, I can see very clearly how that's all about judgment, you know, feeling bipolar, even of myself, you know, like yesterday I went to the beach and like I ran out the house and I was like, am I having a nervous breakdown? Is that what's happening? And now I can be calm about it, you know, but also being kind of crazy about it, thinking, wow, is this really what's happening to me? Am I having a nervous breakdown right now? Um, you know, and just took a 10 minutes sit on the beach to realize that I wasn't having a nervous breakdown, but the judgment and the and the not knowing, you know, whether it's right or wrong. And when you get rid of all of that and surrender to the acceptance of everything, sure, so, so it's on quite a, peaceful. On a, uh, in a compassionate way, um, but also in an understanding kind of a way, um, it's important as a, um, as a human being to have compassion for other beings. But also in terms of the, the techniques of yoga and meditation and being a, a practitioner but also maybe a teacher or a therapist or something, um, it's really important to be able to see that we bring our personalities and our disorders to, to everything that we do. So every day, however we react with other people, interact, we actually bring all our stuff. So what you described there, which right? is we're all influences. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all influences, yeah. and we're being severely influenced, which is um, which is which is also uh, another way. So I'm going to try to remember that point. Um, but basically, we're under the influence, in other words, of our personality and the other and the state Traumas of the situation, and and trauma, yeah, yeah. etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which can easily let us feel either unbalanced or reactive or what you described as, I wasn't quite getting it, but that there was a, a moment of unreality. And, uh, you, you weren't sure what the, yeah. what's going on. And if we can then remember consciousness as being a stronger energy, it doesn't oppose anything, mm. but it just is. Yeah. It's a pillar of strength. It's the right? fabric, it's right? It's the thing, yeah. yeah. But we, we tend to not be in it because mm. we tend to be in duality. Influencing ourselves even. We can't even yeah. escape our own influence yes. of our own selves. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So the consciousness is the pillar of strength. It's something that I started to understand recently as something that drops into one. Uh, because it, it exists. It can drop into us. Uh, but then we've got to be open to it and not stand in, this, in the madness. participate in the duality, but it doesn't have to drive us nuts. And we don't have to drive others nuts by being reactive and so on. 
So the, the point I wanted to make was that, that consciousness is, is non-dual. Mm. Um, it's omnipresent. It's, 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 yeah. We have to tune into it. And I know this sounds like warfare, but in a sense, I think, because we are in a sort of a day-to-day -day combat situation, uh, in survival, exist, make it, or to be happy, we feel we, we, you know, we got to like stand up for ourselves and stuff like that, which I, I think is actually also a wrong attitude, because consciousness just is. The phrase that came to mind for me was that consciousness is so strong, I was going to say, it crushes everything else, because it, it's like you say, it's everything, it's the fabric. So a better way for me would be, even with more integrity, in relation to consciousness would, would be to understand that consciousness doesn't crash, but it actually transcends, or it transforms everything. So that duality and non-duality, which can be a conflict, can also just dissolve into consciousness dissolving That's uh, a great word, the duality. Dissolving. That's exactly what happens. And why it sounds quite beautiful is uh, something that haunts me lack of compassion. You know, so yeah, the heck of a lot of people saying nice things and being nice to everyone. It's, it's really true. People are actually kind and, and wonderful in, in so many ways. Yet, there seems to be very little love in the world at the same time. If you look at the scoreboard, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems that individually there, there are beautiful things happening, but it does feel I think for a lot of people that this, the greater reality is quite hard or harsh, which is why I'm still talking about survival and so So kind of a deep takeaway feeling for me is that if we can tune into that consciousness as just this thing that dissolves, you know, that's, that's a true group. So I guess that would be a, a way of, of understanding integrity as well. Okay, so lastly on compassion, I think that it comes down to this self-awareness as well, which when you merge in with integrity and consciousness and shadow, it's kind of all becomes the same kind of thing. Um, and the lack of compassion is is very much a lack of self-compassion. Like that's the cycle, how that cycle generates is you, you, you wouldn't be aware of compassion if you have not experienced compassion and you know a lot of us haven't experienced compassion externally so then the way to generate that is from within and that compassion I, I feel that a lot the the lack of compassion hurts it really it really does hurt and it's it's not even a judgment it can't be a judgment it's it's an empathy of poor us so you can imagine how much it's hurting everyone mm, that's and exactly exactly and exactly yeah. So that, that's no. for me. It, it that makes it much easier for me to not point a finger at anyone because I can look at the worst tyrants in the world and know that they weren't loved as a child or something. You know that they are lacking some major experience that makes you whole in life no. and not want to murder everyone. So mm -hmm. that I can come with compassion to that. You know, it's a bit extreme, but it's kind of true. You know. So it's quite a, a, a grim situation in many ways um, that, that, that humanity finds itself in. 
But uh, I think humanity has to find itself. Well, it has to find its consciousness. Mm. And uh, so, for me, the, that bottom line would be humanity has to find its consciousness. Yeah, I, and, exactly. Uh, and when and if it does, um, uh, it isn't up to to something external, it's something, it's, it's up to one, to me or you to, to do that. And some kind of a quantum reality, because consci consciousness, I was going to say consciousness. I like that. Consciousness, <laughs> consciousness. consciousness is, a, is a quantum yeah. uh, reality. Yeah. It's the non-duality. So when we tap into that, I mean, as we, we, we must talk about it, then our reality right now is conscious. I mean, it has integrity. It feels nice. It doesn't feel hateful. And it feels purposeful. It feels purposeful, beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, the like purpose of consciousness. We're not just having a chit chat. This is mm. we're doing good work here. So yeah, like a, a last word from for, for me would be uh, consciousness has purpose. It is its own purpose. But when one sets out to have purpose, then that is integrity. The integrity yeah. of consciousness. Yeah. That's a great purpose to have. Yes, and uh, thank you, that's fantastic. That was awesome. Thank you.